Hello, welcome back to another Muscle and Hustle podcast. It, this is officially the earliest I've been up in a long time. Is it? Yeah, I got up at 6.45am. Guys, this is what we do for this podcast. That's fucking superb. Well done. It's actually bright outside. It is. Oh, it's, oh, it's fucking bright. It's, it's normal. Huh? But uh, it's been you a long time. You can hear me munching away. Tony's on the, the protein bar. We're just going over protein bars and, and our favourites and different flavors and I, I thought tony was on the quest because quest bars are big in america you can't really get them over here that's actually quite a good one i got a my protein i think it's a cheap what is it a treat right the cheater got birthday kicked there yeah. actually all right i wouldn't normally be a fan of that yeah my the the grenade birthday cake one is very sweet have you ever tried it i don't think grenade bars are that good I know they don't use the, the best oreo fo- one is way way overhyped it's not even that good at all yeah it's not that good it's fucking muck. I don't know how people love that. Like. I think people just love it. It's the same as overnight oats. They try to make overnight oats taste like something they shouldn't be allowed to eat. I say shouldn't mm. be allowed in air quotes. So it's like, get your overnight oats to taste like a Snickers bar. You know what I mean? No, See, you- I would never know eat a protein bar. The only reason I got that is because it was in the gym, all the sales shakes and bars. And I was like, I want something that's actually going to be of some sort of substance. Whereas, see, for what I just had there, a protein bar, 200 calories, and I'm going to have this shake, which is 30 grams. There's 50 grams of protein, 350 calories. You could have the biggest fucking chicken fillet or fish fillet in your life on a fuckload of salad, and you'd still probably have more calories. Yeah. It's, 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 I would use them while like doing journeys and not to, to stop myself grabbing like a bag of crisps or a fucking, or something, you know? They're too low. They're, yeah, I think that's good. See, the problem is, is though, they're all too low in protein. Like unless you're like a fifty kilo female, they're never spiking muscle protein synthesis. So, you, yeah, most dudes like don't get me wrong. Maybe if you're like sixty kilos, but like for me, I'm about eighty one now or eighty ish at the minute. Like you want about zero point four grams per kilogram. But so I'm probably looking at least at least thirty in my opinion. Joe doesn't let me go below forty per meal, right? So if that's me at 80 kilos, you imagine if you're bigger than that. So the thing is, that's why when people go, oh, 20 protein each meal, it's not just protein, it's enough protein. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I so technically you'd have to double, double bar. Double, and then your calories are 400 instead of 200. That's why it's not a, it's not ideal. Whereas, for example, like this shake's great. Like this is a 150 calorie shake I got in the States for, with 30 grams of protein. Fair that's pretty fucking good. Never heard of it before. Fairly. It's quite big over here, yeah, yeah. but just depends where you are. I'm enjoying the change of grub, to be honest. I'm eating a lot. Of, see, Hawaii for fish is unbelievable. Ah, uh, you had Mahi Mahi for the first time. Mahi Mahi for the first time. Snapper for the first time. Ona for the first time. I'm surprised you had uh, Snapper for the first time. Wouldn't be something you'd see in the menu back home, would you? Uh, oh, well, it's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's been there. Was it Red Snapper you had? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they sell they would sell Nasd and stuff. I, I would have a snapper would have been one I would have tried years ago at the Sea Boss. Sea Boss snapper kind of came around the same time, came popular. But Sea Boss, Sea Boss tastes like I don't think I've actually ever tasted. It's a, a, it's a meat, it's a meaty fish. Like it's a, it's a meaty fish. It's nice. I'm not a big fish person. I love monkfish. Saying that, I love fucking love monkfish. But uh, prawns, right? In terms of protein bars, and what is nicest for people? See, we were saying I, I'm a big, I'm a big big fan of uh quest bars but you don't like i like I them for the, i like them for the reason you don't like them they're, <laughs> they're a tough they're eat. They're, fucking, a brick. they're tough eat and that's why i like them because you have to chew the bastard thing you have to really 
I don't like that. You have to really chew it. Um, I I kind of there's someone like the salted caramel like, fulfill bars nice. Not bad. I don't really love fulfill. I quite I quite like the size that you get for a PhD. I feel like it's the one that like there's yeah. the most to it. Yeah, they're good. Animal. There's nice animal bars out there. Um. <clears throat> My protein used to be like eating bricks. It's got a lot better than them. recent ones are better, but I still feel like most of them just aren't really like. There's none of them like. Oh, that's I know they're not supposed to be, but like none of them really taste like a like a bar. Like do you know what I mean? The Mar- yeah. Like even the Mars bars one, they're, they're not bad. I don't like them at the, all. Fuck the white chocolate. The white chocolate Mars bar, or sorry, white chocolate Snickers one, isn't bad. Never seen that one there. No, I I. Mm. I it's tough, like, but there must be the, the market is huge. If you think about it, look at the size of the displays now that has all the protein bars. I fucking hate when they go high protein Weetabix and instead of one gram per biscuit, it's like two grams or something. See that? That's the problem fun. with uh, is it FDA or whatever, whatever does it here in the UK? You can you can pretty much write anything on a label as long as it it's marginally below, so they yeah. can go low fat. But you could have double the amount of fucking sugar in it. Yeah, 100%. Keto-friendly and it's fucking pumped full of fat. Uh, Keto-friendly, uh, pumped full of fat, perfect. but take the carbs out. There is, and we and bad. the bad thing about it is people don't read them labels, bounce straight in and just go to fucking town. It's the same as, <clears throat> there's a girl from, I think she's from Dundalk. Her name was T for triceps or something. And she used to, she's a nutritionist and she used to do reviews of the protein bars. I think she stopped them now because she's in full-time employment. And the amount of, like, proprietary blends of protein that the bar, a lot of companies were using, they weren't using, like, good sources of yeah, protein. Yeah, they don't use stuff with leucine, so no matter how much is even in it, it doesn't spike muscle protein synthesis. That's but, why, for example, I had that protein bar. Yeah. And then I have proper way because it's, yeah, I'm actually going to get the spike. Ah, so, but I think, I think Fulfill were good. I think Fulfill were okay on it, but I think some of the other brands that kind of gone by the wayside now, I think some of their, uh, some of their proteins were, were really shocking. Well, I'll sure. mention it. This, this podcast, by the way, we were debating topics there and we actually thought we'd dive into it. This one's a wee bit not sensitive, but this one's a wee bit different. We, we've not dodged this, but like a lot of people were asking about sort of, mindset relationship breakups and even just like the video i put on instagram about goals gym and we said we'd go over it this week so we don't want to we don't want to end up talking about protein bars the entire time just know the quest tastes like bricks um (laughs) not that mickey's gonna probe me but i think it's an interesting one because like he probably wasn't expecting the video the video wasn't rehearsed or anything and it just felt like everything clicked back into place for me i don't know if anybody's ever felt I'm sure everybody has. You feel a wee bit off and you can feel a wee bit low. You just feel like you're in a funk. I love that word. Uh, things don't make as much. You're not as happy or a wee bit like lower energies, but off. And if you're like, oh, I don't know, that that sort of can happen to you at any time in your life. And I want to really highlight that that can happen to you for a day, a week, a couple of hours or months. And it felt like I was in it from, I'd say, Christmas till fuck I would say to the I would say April or May it really only and it, it felt like I got out but then it it felt like everything just clicked into place there a couple of weeks like maybe a week or two just before I started traveling again I waited until it all clicked I, I didn't think leaving home was good until it was sort of because you, you bring yourself with you like changing environment doesn't change it's like moving to Australia and feeling like your whole life's going to change yes yeah, temporarily but you still bring yourself with you it's your perception your environment helps but not fully but yeah Bit of a different one. Uh, 
especially because a lot of people were messaging me about it saying it was nice it was nice to actually see that because a lot of people only see me as a highlight reel uh, yeah well pretty much yeah yeah they, I think anybody listens to the podcast would know knows a wee bit more um, but the people yeah. pro- and especially your new following wouldn't probably have expected it because it was such a, a as harsh rea- though a different sort of post for you to do um, oh my god all I was doing was talking about wanking and fucking about and then all of a sudden banging up something like that and it's very it's very like oh, I'm living in LA living the lifestyle here's all these videos fancy restaurant I have a comedy store and then all of a sudden boom very very serious yeah well let's see that's very, the thing there's and we talked about it before behind every profile on Instagram or behind every smiling face or behind every uh, successful person or somebody you might look at and go he's got everything there is always something that you don't know or it's like when you say be kind to people because you don't know what they're going through you, know, yeah, you don't know that a couple of harsh words could put a person over the edge or a couple of nice words could stop the person from going over the edge you know what 100%. I mean no, people, you, you never know. Like you could look at the most person who's got all their shit together, and you could say to them, and I remember having this conversation with someone before. I was like, "You've got your shit together," and he looked at me dead in the face and goes, "I don't know what the fuck I'm doing here. I'm just doing what I feels right, and I'm just doing what makes me the happiest." But he goes, "When people say to me, oh, you got your shit together,' you know what you're doing?'" He's like, "I'm winging it like everybody else." Like everyone else is winging it, and anybody tells you they've got it sussed, they know all the answers. They're full of shite. We're all just winging it. Some people are just skilled in the art of winging it. Because 100%. some people just it comes across, but it comes across that we are more confident. The thing is, like I'm winging it right now. Uh, I like especially after my breakup and all. Like I, nobody knows the right thing to do after that. You just sort of have to try and work your way through it and i think that's the problem a lot of people feel like they're they're not going to improve they're not going to get better they should know what to do or the the thing is a lot of people look for answers and the thing is nobody really has them it's like every single person will respond differently to every single situation like of a low of a breakup like some people hit the self-destruct button and start eating like shit and start going downwards and i'm not saying that that's wrong but i do find that i always ask myself what's going to make me feel better and then just try and stick with that yeah, uh, and a lot, a lot of the time, people be like, "Oh, Joe, that's easier said than done." It is easier said than done. Like the last thing I wanted to do, seeing where I felt like that around Christmas, the last thing I wanted to do was get out of my bed and go to Dublin with my family around Christmas, and you just can't be fucked. And it's one of the things where what's going to make me feel better, lying in bed or getting up, to training and working on myself. And that's the hardest part. The hardest part is you just don't want to do any of that. Like you really yeah. fucking don't. But it's trying your absolute best just to keep your head down and ask yourself what is going to make me feel better in the long run here and then abide by that because that's what really shoots most people in the foot is the fact that they don't. And it's like whenever people turn around and go, I just didn't feel like training. It doesn't matter what you feel like. I didn't I didn't want to go to therapy twice a week. In my fuck today, it felt like a fucking lunatic. But the thing is, I knew that it would help over time. Yeah. Well, it's, there's always a... Well, We'll go back right to the start, right? When go for it. When things when you when you split or you know, there's always that period before before the breakup where it's starting to you know you have the conversations whatever. 
um, where was your head at then? Did you well, like did did you know it was so coming I'm, to an end? It's hard to know for me. It was one of the things like I I didn't bring this up for about seven months there, and the reason I brought it, I didn't bring it up is because at the end of it I said that out of respect I'd rather not speak about it in terms of we we agreed like because obviously there's a public presence. I was like, what do you want? And the other person was obviously like, look, I'd prefer to keep things out. So I said, look, that's absolutely fine. It's you no. Know, see, the thing is, I think you really learn, and this is me being straight. This is something that you'll notice from a breakup. You will know a person's real character whenever you aren't aligned anymore for the future. So, yeah. for example, like when we had that conversation, I can turn around and say, no, nah, go fuck yourself and just blab whatever I want. And the thing is, there's my story, there's their story, and then there's the truth. But the yeah, thing is, yeah, I, respect, I still respect what that person wants. It doesn't matter it's yeah. because, it, it, do you know what I mean? It doesn't matter. It's it's having respect for that individual. So, oh, like, I'll not be talking about anything because it's nobody's business but more so in terms of what me what i felt is the best way to talk about it rather than uh what happened or anything like that because that's not important yeah uh, for me i just you, whenever it happened it was mutual you know we obviously had conversations you can feel it coming you, you can sense stuff is off and then eventually you know shit just starts breaking down most people know that you know small things turn into big things you it, all that carry on happens but the thing is no matter if your relationship is six months a year or six or seven years like mine that it still takes a toll on you because your entire life pivots because you probably have this ideology of like where you were going without even realizing yeah. like we we hadn't mapped out things but you have this idea and all of a sudden that's gone now so you've got like oh well roughly i'm safe this is that like i've never had to worry about going on a date or chatting another woman again in my life uh, whereas now I'm like fuck that's obviously brand new so you can get worries you can get anxiety your head goes you think fuck shoulda coulda woulda I coulda done this I coulda done that you know? and I want people to realise that that is really really natural like you're yeah. gonna get that because you're you're gonna turn around and start thinking right well I coulda done this I coulda done that shoulda coulda woulda you know it's one of the things where it's it's normal to feel like that, but it, it's it's. I really want to emphasize that you're gonna feel like shit. Yeah. Even if you were the one who done it or not, it doesn't matter. Or if it's mutual, or you're gonna feel up and down. And it's really important that throughout that time period, you focus on improving yourself. So, for example, like stuff like where I was like, I probably should have been more caring. I maybe should have listened more. I maybe should have prioritized the relationship over work. Right. Well, what do you do now to improve that? Yeah. Do you lie in bed and become a fat cunt, or do you work on yourself and you make a list? So what I done was, uh, I went and got therapy because I sort of got like we had a conversation. We said we both do it. Uh, I said I go do it anyway, and then well, just, I went bef away just before done. you go into that, the did you did you realize that there was fault on your side? No way. No way. We talk about it when There's you're fault when you're side. no, but when you're deep into the like the push and you're deep into your work. Did you realize that that was a part of your yeah, life? That, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It was a part of your life where yeah, it's maybe... All, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but it's like anything. Like, everybody's job takes a toll on that side of things. Yeah. So I think turning around and saying it's just work, it's not just that. It's a communication issue. Uh, it's a... Uh, Joe, uh, but it's a priority issue. Like, you'll always make things work with priority. So yes, the work comes into play. But then there's also like... You've got e trauma over years. You've got everything adding yeah. up. So it's one of these things where... There's so many layers that it's not just one dimensional. But so, sometimes when so you're, it's, it's when you're in that. the fight, you don't realize. You know, when you're in it, you don't realize do you, until after, and then you're. How like, do you explain? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you don't yeah, like, like yeah, I know, yeah. I know from past relationships when things were breaking down, and you don't realize until after you're like, why was I like, why did I not do that, and why, like, why, why was I so silly to think that I could give them the minimum amount of attention to keep them happy? And then you're like, you learn as as always, you learn, you grow when you as you grow, and but it's normally when you're in it, you don't see it until after. And then when they say it to you or yeah, someone absolutely. says to you, you're so, like, fuck, yeah, you're 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 a hundred percent right. No, that's what that's oh, the hindsight's thing. Hindsight's a beautiful thing. Hindsight I wonder uh, that would be one of the superpowers if you could have fucking you could have it when it's happening. But it's like you you can't you can't you can't read the label of the bottle when you're inside the bottle. You can't see the cracks in yeah. your house when you're living in it. It's so easy for other people to see. It's so difficult for you on anything. And there's many layers. And don't get me wrong, I'd say my work and how much I prioritize it and all that obviously has a knock-on effect. It always gonna. But then there's benefits to that too. Do you know, like money was never an issue buying how do you know, there's there's pros and cons of every single oh, thing. Yeah, so yeah, it's one yeah. of the things where yeah, yeah, you could say that maybe that's a pivot point, but there's so many multi-dimensional layers over years that aren't sussed or this or that or bad habits and all that comes into play but anybody can usually sense it over time but it's one of the things that see when you see afterwards when you feel like shite or something happens to you or anything like that comes into play it's just making sure that you have the right people around you because you really see who's got your back like out of your friends you see who's got your back out of your family Joe who comes out of the woodwork who doesn't who doesn't give two fucks yeah sounds terrible but like my mom always said you know you look after the people on the way up because you'll need them on your way back down and by fuck i needed everybody come that time period that is like uh, i i said in carly said in carly mckenna's podcast and i think it was really good is like even though it was sort of like we chatted on like my confidence was still kicked joe like i think everybody's is because you one of your main pillars is just gone so then you you doubt everything it's like it's like if you have a say your partner cheated on you or say you broke up or something else happened it makes you question everything in your life your yeah. job your passion your career your relationships your your character their character your trust joe so the thing is it really knocked my confidence and i would count myself as a very confident person so then what i had to do was i had to sit and go right well how do i build this back and it was having chats with family chats with friends building it up and not like oh chat chat the, the, talking about being like what would you recommend what would you do right so this is going on this is what i'm thinking is that normal is it not and going to therapy and just being open honest transparent and chatting through how you're feeling the good the bad the ups the down what what you feel is your fault their fault and just having a clear open space because the problem is if you go to family with stuff like that you can get very one-sided yeah. one-dimensional joe if you, it's all your fault or it's not your fault and the thing is <sighs> no matter what happened even if even if your partner people hate this but even if your partner cheated on you and or what were you not having sex were you not working on joe x y and z what was there's issues that overlap there was it a bad pick or was it a bad joe there's so many so many things that go on there was the relationship nurtured right that is it's more to it than just oh they're a dick well some are so not good no they are the odd occasion there can be just just a bad egg. I'll just say that because there is there is yeah, people yeah, that's absolutely. probably got that cheated on that's been perfectly everything's been great and they just you know just greedy people. But yeah, I know. Yeah, that's see that's a thing. A real friend is someone who will call you out in your bullshit. And when you're exactly. in the wrong, now everybody loves to surround themselves with yes people. But yes people are no fucking good to you. 
and that's not Mine, a re- that's not a real friend. A real friend is someone who'll go to you. I don't like that idea. I don't like this. You need to fuck up your ideas. You need to re- no. You need to you know calm down, or you need to work harder, or it's someone who's going to call you out in your stuff, but also not fucking run a mile when the shit hits the fan because they need you. That's a that's a mark of a real friend. These yes people are normally the people that are all about the good times. But they're never about the bad times because the bad times is not fun for them. No, absolutely. Like I remember, like really good example is like I remember uh, around Christmas I was sitting and I wouldn't be like me, and it was it was around Christmas that happened, and I remember like being absolutely fine, and then I just remember just being like, ah, nah, this what's the point anymore? Do you know, I was questioning, like, what was the point of me even working so hard? What was the point in this? Taking a real, real low, low. And I wouldn't say, oh, it was Suze. But just, like, what the fuck's the point in anything anymore? And I just remember breaking down and crying. And I was like, I don't think I've ever felt worse. I was like to myself, and this may be true, this is, like, you can hear it in my voice, like, because you can hear it, we would tear up. Like, I was like, I like, I remember turning around and just being like to myself, I'd be happy enough not waking up. I was like, that's that's me being straight. I'd be happy enough just calling it. I was like, it's too much. Yeah. And then the thing is, I remember, yeah, like I remember just sitting with that and just being like, fuck, this is shit. And then I was like, and then the thing is, I remember chatting to my sister and chatting to my dad, and they were like, it'll be it'll be good for you in the long run because you'll change from it. You'll use it as fuel. And the thing is, see, right now, looking back at it, is the very best and worst thing that's ever happened to me. And yeah. that's me being straight because. I wouldn't be the person I am right now. And see the way people say that. I mean, like you can see it on my Instagram. My energy is through the roof. My positivity, my mindset, even the way I, how confident I am. Like, for example, like in the gym earlier, like a girl came over to me and was starting to chop me up and she was fucking unbelievable. And I was like, and she was like, your energy, she just goes to me, like your energy is really good. And then I clapped my hands, like fucking love that word. And then it was like almost as if I was I like and it's one of the things where I was like this is like a different this isn't I never imagined life could be so good right now yeah but the thing is if you look at me six months ago I was turning around being like getting therapy telling my therapist like I just what's the point anymore you know and like the thing was I wasn't depressed like that Jimmy Carr you remember me quoting it on the ones way back like I wasn't depressed. It was sad. Sad is situational based. If your situation yeah. being fixed would solve your solve how you feel, that is sadness. That is not depression. Depression is if all your problems get solved, you'd still be miserable. Yeah. And the thing was, if all my problems get solved, I wouldn't be miserable. I'd be buzzing. So it was one of the ones where it just made complete sense. Now, I'm actually really, really, uh, like, I'm not really happy, but it's one of the things where I'm glad because... Otherwise, I would still have a really bad work-life balance. I wouldn't be valuing my family members. I wouldn't be taking my weekends off. I wouldn't be trying to live life more. I wouldn't be traveling, Joe. I wouldn't have that energy. I wouldn't be making more of an impact. Uh, Joe, there's so many, so many, obviously there's loads of negatives too, don't get me wrong, but it's one of the things where it needed to happen to me. And the thing is, too bad I can't bring that energy and who I am now into the relationship because then things will work. But everything does happen for a reason. And yeah. we'll see things change over time. And it's one of the things where I'm very interested to see where things go. But just for anyone that's getting a hard time right now, just realize that like it's always darkest for the dawn. You need a valley for a mountain. You need a low for a high. You're going to get pain. You're always going to get pain in life. And the thing is, even if you're on a high, be prepared. There's a low around the corner. There always is. Yeah, and the thing is, just roll with. So it's roll how, with. It's how you're you, gonna get good and you're, you're gonna get bad. 
it's how you react it like if you think about it every building is built like the foundations are the lowest part same as you you're you're built from your lowest part if you got through life with oh no obstacles God, if you got through life with no obstacles the first obstacle that hits you in your 20s say you're gonna go to fucking shit you're gonna fall to shit because you're not used to obstacles but it's how you react it's how you react to everything look at all them all them billionaires there's there's a weird thing where if you look at most of them went bankrupt at one stage or like went completely broke because that's it's a learning curve like life is full of learning curves like everyone's business has never been straight laced everyone's love life has never been straight laced everyone's home life has never straight laced it takes a lot of work but you only realize when you're at the lowest or the, or its worst point sometimes people's worst points aren't as low as other people's like sometimes people you know it becomes too low and they don't they don't get out of it or they think they can't get out of it but it's how you it's how you react and it's how you you push on as Tony says like sometimes you feel like you can't get out of bed sometimes other people react differently like everybody knows the joke going you see a girl all of a sudden on Instagram that she's posting like loads of gym 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 and the, the rolling joke is oh she must be single now because some people react like that and they throw themselves into a new task or they throw themselves into them. but then there's a lot of people and these could be friends of yours that you don't even know what's happening they just don't get out of their bed and they're lying to you like you text them and go oh, well, what's up what are you up to and they're like oh just sitting here chilling but it's 2 o'clock in the day and they're sitting in their bed because they don't they're not they don't know how to react or, or they, they're struggling to get their thoughts or you know when we talked about the therapy on here before, I remember actually, I remember, I remember us talking about it, and I said something about online therapy, and I, I was looking in the camera because me and Tony look at each other in Zoom when we're talking into each other's eyes, and I could see Tony's head kind of light up, and you asked me a few questions about the online. I remember this about the online therapy, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I know a lot of people do it, and then a couple of weeks later, you had said to me that you had actually started doing it, but. Like we've said about it in here, like fair until I would say, even if you think you haven't got an issue in your life, see if you could get a therapist that you click with and that you like to talk to, and you just have to like go to them the odd time, you know, just just check in. See when you're talking to someone that's not emotionally invested, because your friends and family will be always a wee bit emotionally invested, but they will give you the good, real good advice but see if you you talk to someone that's not emotionally invested into you and you speak stuff out loud to them that you can talk openly and honest because you don't really know them you know they're not like your mum or your dad or, or your sister or your family or friends there's something really liberating and there's it can give you a real a, a, like a real open view on certain things like I went through therapy when I one of my relationships broke up. I was completely burnt out, and to this day, it's the it's the best thing that's ever I've ever done in my life. It's the best thing I've ever done. It's the smartest thing I've ever done. And um, the value I got from it, the I wasn't given certain things any value in my life. One being, I was I was I was uh, I was wracked with worry. I was just worry, worry, worry. And I thought worries were just something stupid. And 
You know, you know, you just worry about stuff like normal, just we worries. But it was more and more happening, more yeah, and more sure. happening. And I wasn't giving that any value because I was like, I was just, I'm just worried about stuff. But then when I spoke to the therapist about it, he was just like, lad, you need a like worries is, is as big as anxiety, it's as big as depression, as big as anything. Goes, you need to deal with these worries. And I was like, but I've, I've always had them. I've always been on edge with them. And he's like, right, like let's go to work and let's let's start showing you ways how to deal with it. And within four sessions, I would say now I, I worry less than the normal human because everything's quantitative to me. So you qualify it as, as it, and it's, it sounds so simple. Is it a real worry or is it a worry I've made up my head? Is it a thing that might happen or is it a thing that's definitely going to happen? If I walk into the middle of the road, there's a car flying, am I going to hit by that car? Or could a car come around the corner and hit me? You know what I mean? And that's the way I quantify stuff as. Yep. But where would you say... When you, you when, cr- when Christmas was... So, so I remember you sent me a text message once when you were, when you were pretty low... And you were coming home. You were you were driving home to your house, um, and that was probably that was I that was in around just before Christmas. Um, do you, when you look back on that now, do you recognise that Tony? Compared to where you are, where you're no, sitting no, now. Really, like, so you recognise how yeah, far? That, that, just you you recognise all the faults, but as I said, hindsight's a beautiful thing. You don't realise like. It's it's one of the things where like, you can pick yourself apart very very easily, and you have to be careful of that because you're gonna do that. But you're not gonna. You can put the other person in rose tinted glasses. You can put yourself in rose tinted glasses. That's why I always say you're better, in my opinion, just looking at what you done wrong, not what they done, yeah, and then just working on that because you can't change anything about them. So like. Joe, anything that I could, I was like, right, I'll go and work on this in therapy. I'll work on this day to day. I'll journal. I'll try and take one thing a week, whether it's listen more, put my phone away, try and be more present, work a day less. And I'll work on that. There's no point me going, oh, well, fuck it now, Joe. I'll just continue on. Uh, and it's that sort of stage as well. Whenever you're not feeling right, it's like, what makes me feel? What's gonna, what is going to be the best thing for me? And the problem is, most people do therapy like one session and think that's it like i was like right well realistically how long do you need to give it i was like probably about four months i reckon like that's only like if you're doing one session a week, that's only 16 sessions but i was doing two weeks so it's 32 i was like about 30 odd sessions i should have a decent grip on things and i moved therapist halfway through uh just to change it up and the thing is you can get bad therapists just like you get bad coaches so yeah it, it's something that I, I don't really recognize that person if anybody looks at their own habits behaviors routines like from two years ago you're a different person you're constantly evolving for the better or for the worse so it's very important that you actually constructively and not critically but constructively try and work on yourself in key areas to improve the quality of your life and other people around you like what do you want and who do you want to be and i feel like it's one of the things where like that's changing your character your morals your values because for a long time i was a hypocrite as i said you like i would have been like values like family your relationship all that's the most important thing and then i would have just worked so like it's one of the things where it's not work because my highest value so either you need to change the value or change what you're saying so it's one of the things where i was like right well i need to prioritize these other things now and that's the key yeah it's it's that's it's talking to people too. Like it's, most it's, people having honest, it's having an open, honest dialogue with yourself before before even that, going to yeah. the therapist or, or their family. Like, 
the easiest person exactly. to lie to is yourself. Like everybody's fucking did it. Everybody's 100%. did it. You can lie to yourself Love very that. easy. That's why accountability, that's why when people have coaches, that's why they get in better shape. Because you can lie to yourself fucking seven days a week. You can't lie to your coach when that check in comes. You can say, Oh, I did exactly. this, I did that, I ticked all the boxes. You can lie to yourself for better or worse. Yeah, well that's it. You yeah. can you know you can lie to yourself when you need to lie to yourself. Mm. You know, you can build yourself up and give yourself you can say that you're you've you've got the confidence to do this, you can do this, you can do this, you can do this, until the fact that you're ready to do it. No, I do that all the time. Everybody has a wee bit of imposter syndrome when you get to a certain level. You know, why why me? Why am I here? I had this conversation with a with a girl yesterday actually. You know, because my dad was like, "Oh, DJ and abroad, so nice." Says, "Yeah, I'm actually doing a tourist straight in." My dad looked at me and goes, "Why are you?" <laughs> he goes, "Why are you?" <laughs> he goes, "Where did they find out about you?" And I was like, "Oh, I was going to say Instagram, but he didn't have a clue, so I had Facebook." And he went, "All right, huh? but you're like, and then you can go, "I fucking why me?" Like you know, <laughs> that's very true. But so when you when you look back now, you know, so you've done. Like, so you, you did like it's it's well documented the amount of work you put into yourself and the work you've put into things around you and and that's that's your personality and you you do when you've when you've it's not that you've when work you find a flaw the only thing I have. yeah your work ethic is is it's I, it's unrivaled like it's it's true the roof people just people it's think they work hard like people yeah. think they work hard um and that's a good thing and a bad thing and now I can find I can see you're getting a lot more balance now. And you're seeing that, and you're yeah, you can sense my energy. Whereas I was just grinding, grinding, yeah. grinding, grinding. And the thing is, people—that's not me saying my work ethic's a good thing. It's actually a bad thing because the problem is, like, I remember sitting chatting to, like family and then being like, "You're burning out," and I was like, "I'm in fucking second gear." Like, and they were like, "Sweet mother of fucking Christ!" Yeah, it, like they could see it before I could, and it's one of them things where like. It's very, very interesting whenever that's the case because it's so, so easy then to start getting like your head minced and you're lost in the process. So it's one of them things where like that's not me bragging, that's me actually being like, you know, that's a telltale sign that things can be a bit much. So it's it's very, very easy for people to get warped and it can throw people off. But it's it's a very interesting it's actually a very interesting dynamic because it's not something you usually hear about, but uh yeah, like I don't know how you really like. I struggle to comprehend it too because there's so many layers. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, there's it's, you know, it's it was probably it, to be honest. I reckon the work of it, it comes from like a deep rooted insecurity. Yeah, well, a lot like, of people not being good enough. That is the reason that came. Yeah. Like me and my therapist went through this. Like she was like, "Your work of is great." She was like, "That's the best thing ever." But she was like, "The reason you've got that is because you've always felt like you weren't good enough, so you always feel like you've got to do more." And I was like, "That's fucking." pretty much it kneel in the head we had to work through that and the thing is then you have to re- figure out like right well how do i combat that and the thing is once you realize the beast that's driving it you start to get self-awareness you start to think right well what way do i work around it and then that's when things with self-awareness is very hard to get from an inside out perspective you start to click as you talk to i don't know if anybody ever does this but sometimes when i have a problem i'll go and talk to my mom and she'll not say a word but i'll keep talking and eventually i loop around to the answer myself yeah yeah, see, it's the same as like if you do like um if you do like big journaling or whiteboarding or coming up ideas, sooner or later it'll you'll you'll get the answer you're looking for, but it might take you a while. It might take internal dialogue. It might take talking to someone, and then all of a sudden you'll get that 
eureka moment or the clar the moment of clarity you're like fuck yeah right i got yeah, exactly. it i got my head around it and sometimes sometimes people can tell you this uh, like previously and it just won't click with you but when you tell yourself that you're like fuck they were right actually you know that was that's what i should have done but sometimes it doesn't matter if someone gives you the answer or someone gives you the you know gives you the solution you have to come to the answer yourself it's like when, uh, every when t- you you have to you have to you have to hit that point yourself because yeah. like people could see what was happening around me, but I I needed to I needed I needed enough, and I always say this: you need enough pain to change. And by fuck, I got enough pain, and I felt a change then. But the thing is, that's why I'm grateful because if I didn't get that pain, I probably wouldn't have changed. Do you well, know, like as much as I can go, oh, eventually. Nah, like it wasn't for happening until I got that much. So in a way, like as much as it sucks. Well, that was a question I was going to ask you. Would you, Go ahead. looking back now, would you, would you change? Change it now. No, would you change what happened? Would you, as someone said to you now, no, because like, uh, then uh, I'd be the same person I yeah. was. And that might sound weird to people listening to this, that you, that you, you just said, I, I wouldn't change, I wouldn't change it because the, the positives you've taken no, out of it mission. and, and the catalyst, but some people. It's not even the positives, it's just who, who I've changed into is more so like, it, it, we both would end up in a bad place because of how I was, how they were. Yeah. So the thing is, something needed to change. And the problem is, you don't get change unless there's pain. I know that sucks, but that's the truth. So yeah. the thing is, both needed enough to go make something happen. And that's exactly what. And like, you can see it. The funny thing is, like, you can see it so clearly with me now, which is frustrating. But like, I have people that are know me a lifetime and they're just like, I've opened them and they're just like, you're so different. And it's in a good way. And I'm sure it's the same for the other person as well. But it's one of the things where that's not because of anything negative on their behalf or my behalf. It's just you've actually had enough of, of like a kick to go right. Well, I need to work on this. Yeah. It's... The problem is if you don't if you don't work on it, you'll ble- you'll even when you do get in a relationship with somebody else. It's like when people hop from relationship in a relationship. There's a reason I de- I haven't dated anybody in the, the the eight months I've been single. If you don't heal on your wounds, you'll bleed all over somebody else. Yeah, I need to fix that. I need to work. I need to be fully on the mat. You need to be in such a good place because otherwise, you might not even realize, but you're bringing the trauma of a past relationship into new one. You look for you look for all the opposite things that they had. Say they were a workaholic. You look for something that's the complete opposite. And the thing is, you might need a better balance. Do you know, it's like if if you your your boyfriend was too mean, you might look for somebody that's super nice, but that's maybe not going to work long term. So it's it's a very interesting dynamic. Now, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with it, but I think that's why. Like I was like. No, I want to sit with it. I don't want to rush. I want to just enjoy my time, be myself, and then go from there. And that's probably the best sport. Yeah. Well, that that was that's exactly what I did. When I, when but I, it wouldn't change anything. I think that's the most important. I think whenever you can openly, honestly say that, yeah, that's when you you know it was. That's when you know it's sort of like you you've you've come full circle, and that's sort of what a lot of people won't ever really get because the thing is they've never done the work on themselves. Yeah, yeah, they're still they're still at the same point, just less. It's they're less still raw. at the low point, and yeah. they just dodge it. That's why, like, yeah. I was supposed to go to Australia in February with Sean. I didn't go because I was like, I need to work on me. Yeah. Yes, you can go travel, but that's dodging a bullet. That's dodging it, and then it's not sitting with it and working on yourself, and that sucked. That's the last thing I fucking wanted to do, but it was the right thing. It's the, you see it all the time whenever people fucking break up, they just move country. That's not like, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with that, but at the same time, like fucking process it like it's it's the smart thing to do like you know yeah well that was the same when 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 i my last relationship broke up 
Um, like I, I'm still I only started dating recently again. Um, like it's a bad world, is it? It is what it is, Tony. You know yourself. It is what it is. I'm not looking forward to Mickey. Uh, it's just it's you. It's just finding the right people. You know, there's a lot of. I'm not going to say there's a lot of offers out there, but there's there's a good few offers out there. But it's <laughs> it's uh you know Always. some sometimes just it's hard to find nice people sometimes nice people are just always around you but uh yeah you just as you said you can't you know you have to process things um especially when you know you the relationship might have it depends how your relationships break up in general in everybody's life um sometimes you know there can be fault sometimes there isn't fault but it's moving on and you know, they say, "What is it? The best thing to get over someone's under someone." That's never fucking the case. And you know what? When I was younger, I was probably, I don't think that's right. I was when you're younger. I think everybody's did it. The rebound. Everybody's did it. Fucking not even that much younger. Everybody's did it. But I can categorically tell you that is not the right thing to do. Either way, either if it's a good breakup or a bad breakup, it's not the right thing to do. And you know, don't let people say it is and don't let people, you know, go, you know, let the bravado take over because, as we says, I guess, like, moving to a different country, your problems fucking don't know, you know, they know no limit there with you. It doesn't matter if you're in Australia still bring or yourself. Roma, it's still with you. You're still bringing your issues with you, um, especially now with the advent of social media. You're never far away from anyone. You know, you can flick up your phone now. You can look at your best mate in Sydney in two seconds. You know, you you know, you're not you're on the other side of the world, but you're only a, a handset away. But there's uh it, it's the same as like it's never nice it's never nice breaking up with someone that you care about. But the way you react to that can dictate a lot of things. You can go down there's mu- multiple routes you can go down. You know, everybody knows that, like, the comic book thing was it the villain's origin story. Normally happens with something really small. You know, something small. Wife breaks up a husband, he becomes a fucking um, uh, serial killer. You know what I mean? That's in the, the, so you're saying I'm going to become no, but like that's that's the that's killer. that's the the the, the glamorized or the the Hollywood thing. But it is the same as you know, if you go through a bit of trauma in your life, you can go either way. It can be you can turn it into a positive, or you can let it still be a negative. And the longer that's a negative, the longer that'll harvest. But the the, the quicker and the better you start working on on the to turn it into a massive positive in your life, the better it'll be. And then if you're if you're unlucky and a certain thing happens again, you're equipped with the right tools to deal with it. Because if the, something bad happens to you twice and you don't deal with the first time the second time is going to be a lot fucking worse because you're going to be why why is this happening to me again how could how could this happen to me again how could i be so unlucky but if you're if you have dealt with the things it's like your first big hurdle in your life always seems like the worst but then you realize that just life is a heap of fucking hurdles and life is not easy it's just bricks getting thrown at you for anyone and you know what if you're living the real simple life where you're just going, you know, A to B, A to B, A to B, I would honestly say you're probably not living your life to the to to a certain point. Because you know what? There is challenges every day in life. Every day. 
any life worth living is going to have challenges. Be it if you're really good at your job and you're brilliant at everything you do, you start getting more offers. People want your time. People want to talk to you. Like you said earlier, the fucking 20 Super Driver pretty much wanted to join his app, be- join the coaching mentorship. <laughs> but when you come good at something, people want more of no. you. Every, there's probably people listening to this podcast go fucking know that feeling. When you become good at something in your life, people want you. People want more. They might not want to pay you for it, but they want your time to talk to you. That becomes a challenge then when you have to start saying no to people. Because there will become a time, and I, I've said this before, like with DJ, there become a time in my life when people don't want me anymore. Like that's and that is the business dictates the business, and that is just it. So you can never like lift look a gift horse in the mouth. Same as footballers. Becomes a time in your life when you're not in your prime anymore. And it's how you react to that. What do you do? That's why a lot of them go into coaching, go into managing. Because they're not finished with the game yet. But then you get the odd one just disappears into the night because they're you know what? Fuck I've ticked that box. Get me out of here. I've put too much pressure into that. Same as social media. There is certain social media people that grow massive followings, do all they do, and then they just disappear. Because they've they've pumped that much of that life that they can't just they just don't want it anymore. And that's that's fair enough. That's you know, that's the way life is, and life is full of absolute mental challenges. But that's probably why it's exciting. It should exciting. probably be a two-parter, to be honest. It could be. That's probably why it's exciting. But guys, see it. Yeah. That is though. Like life's not meant to be straightforward. Like it's not meant to be. That's the problem. It's not straight it's lines. It's framing your expectations. I think. Yeah, it's like when you come out of uni. It's because you expect things to go. You fall into that why me and Aye. Joe. Oh fuck's sake! And other people have this perfect relationship and that. People probably thought that about mine before fucking shit hit the fan. They were probably like, fuck, they have the life travel. Do you know what I mean? You don't see what goes on behind everybody's closed doors. And yeah. that is why people are fucked in their head. Because they've got these expectations of what life should be when it's not like that at all. Yeah. Well, it's the same as people go, de- you know, people, the joke of the agent is pressing buttons. And I make that joke. They think, I think you just magically appear in a club and press a button. And that's it. That's like people, you know, you just, you just pay to hit them buttons. But it's like there's a lot more to it, and there's a lot longer of a journey, and there's a lot yeah, of you have, like to a, the, you have to do the fog machine. I have to do the fog much. machine. I have to do my wee dances. I give two finger pistols, <laughs> and you know you have to do different stuff. Like you have to do your hair and all. You know you have to look good. I was gonna say, <laughs> I haven't done it this morning. <laughs> but well, guys, I we're gonna wrap it. We'll probably, you know what. I would, I would love more. I would love for people to actually get in touch if we questions we, on that or anything. or we might even put up the anonymous thing if people don't want to put their name to it um, not matter anyway but if anybody wants to reach out to Tony or myself we'll keep you anonymous if you write and we'll try not to say yeah. names in but next week I think, write, write I think it's maybe something that we could we could dive in and we always do keep you anonymous if you ask us and like, to be honest me and Tony we forget in a way about people's names and whatever but keep uh keep reviewing and sharing guys and thanks for the lovely messages over the past few weeks because they they do mean a lot um somebody came yeah, up to me in the, shares the stories have been great thank so, you very somebody much. came up to me in the street the other day actually and says that they were loving the podcast and he would be the last person in the world i thought would be listening to our podcast and that is the truth and he stopped me in almost street and he goes hey lad and i was like well how are you getting on and he goes loving the podcast and i was like you listen to the podcast he goes don't miss it he goes, I started about episode 100. I was like, you need to go back to the start. The last ones, you can even see my energy from the last ones from working on myself. Look, 
it'll call it there like share review rate whatever the fuck but mainly share your story that's the big one we're going to put a big push in this now because we've got about another 120,000 followers I have now on top of that we're going to start converting them in here wah cheers guys thank you good luck